Welcome to the Retirement Guide Podcast. I'm your host, George Jameson, owner of Capital Wealth Group, a flat fee-only advisory firm. Whether you're nearing retirement or already retired, join me each week as we explore the world of retirement planning and equip you with the knowledge and tools you need for a successful retirement. So let's get started. In today's episode, we'll discuss Dr. Wade Fowles' four main types of retirement income strategies. I'll provide a simplified overview from his book, the Retirement Planning Guidebook, and share my input on each. So let's dive in. The two main income strategies that Dr. Fowl explains in his book are called probability-based and safety-first. Each of these two strategies have one variation for a total of four broad income strategies. Today, we're going to go into detail on all four. Let's start with the number one, pure probability-based income strategy. This approach is designed for those who prefer a diversified investment portfolio of stocks and bonds with a plan to withdraw income based on a total return investing approach. In the probability-based strategy, you rely on portfolio growth to support your spending in retirement. Your income sources are dependent on market growth to provide for a sustainable retirement income stream in retirement. This strategy aligns with what we discussed in previous episodes, like the 4% rule, Morningstar safe withdrawal rate, and the guardrail withdrawal strategy. All of these approaches fall under the category of the probability-based income strategies. Those who favor this strategy seek to maximize your risk-adjusted returns in an asset allocation they feel comfortable with based on a risk capacity, risk tolerance, time horizon, and so on. They believe that in the long run, stocks will outperform bonds, even though in the short term, stocks can be volatile. Those who choose this style do not see a need for insurance-based products like annuities. This strategy has a good chance of working out if you do a few important things. Number one, you choose a safe withdrawal rate that's not too high, and being flexible with your spending during down markets will increase the probability of success. Number two, ensure you have a well-diversified portfolio with a mix of stocks and bonds. Number three, stick to the plan, rebalance, and avoid trying to time the market or panic and sell when stocks experience declines. Now, moving on to the second probability-based strategy. This strategy also includes a diversified portfolio, just like the first one. However, in the second probability-based, Fowl recommends adding an index annuity with a lifetime income rider that can be turned on later in retirement if needed, or can be sold after the surrender period is up if not needed. You can also use a fixed annuity with a lifetime income rider in the same way. This may be a viable strategy for you if you prefer having most of your income based on market returns, but want a safety net in case your portfolio is unable to provide the income you need later in retirement. Please use caution when considering the purchase of annuities. Some people are sold index annuities believing they can achieve stock market returns without the associated risk. However, based on the research I've conducted and real-world experience, Index annuities are more like bond alternatives than the stock market. Another version of the number two probability-based strategy, not covered in Fowl's book, is for those who dislike annuities for various reasons. It involves using one to five years or more of safe investments alongside your diversified portfolio. If you fall into the probability camp but want some protection, you have the option to maintain two to five or more years of cash reserves such as CDs, money market accounts, short-term government bond funds, etc. 
You can choose to allocate a portion of your bond investments to buy these safe short-term assets or set aside additional funds as a safety net. This strategy works differently compared to an indexed or fixed annuity with an income rider, but both aim to reduce your overall risk. It uses conservative short-term investments during a bear market to avoid having to sell your stocks or long-term bond funds at a loss. On the other hand, the annuity version is used to boost your income during the later years of retirement if your portfolio has not grown as you projected. If you needed extra income, you would activate the income from the annuity, a process referred to as annuitizing the annuity. Now let's look at the safety-first income strategies. The number one safety-first income strategy is for folks who are really worried about the ups and downs of the market and find the idea of depending on it for retirement income too stressful. If you fall into the safety-first camp, you prefer to have a peace of mind knowing that your essential expenses are covered no matter what happens. So you hand over some or all of the risk to an insurance company in the form of a fixed annuity with a lifetime income rider or a pure SPIA or DIA annuity. But that doesn't mean you don't have any money invested in the stock or bond market. You do have some investments there, but a portion of your income, especially for essential needs, is guaranteed through a lifetime income annuity. A SPIA annuity stands for Single Premium Immediate Annuity that will give you the income you need for your lifetime or both lifetimes if you're married. You'll have options like minimum payouts and cash refunds, among others. So let's look at a real-life example to understand the number one safety-first strategy. Imagine a couple who needs $100,000 in annual income to cover their essential expenses over the next 30 years, excluding inflation for simplicity. With $50,000 coming from Social Security and no pension, they require an additional $50,000 per year for their basic living cost, not including discretionary spending, of course, though it could be factored in. Their goal is to secure $50,000 guaranteed income per year for the rest of their lives. To achieve this, I ran a scenario using Schwab's annuity calculator. Both husband and wife were born on January 1, 1958. They decided on $4,167 per month of income, which is about $50,000 per year. To account for inflation, you may choose a slightly higher amount initially. The annuity's lump sum premium, as per Schwab, came out to be $759,165. This annuity ensures that the income continues as long as either spouse is alive. In the event of both annuitants passing away, their beneficiaries would receive a lump sum payment of the original investment amount minus the income payments that have been made so far. There are other cash out options available as well. Many people I run into do not want to give up such a large amount of money for guaranteed payments but the peace of mind it gives you is pretty nice. The number one safety-first income approach prioritizes cash flow to cover essential retirement expenses throughout your lifetime, rather than maximizing risk-adjusted returns. Diversified portfolios with stocks and bonds are used for discretionary goals and not for essential spending needs. This strategy may make sense for conservative investors who are in good health and longevity runs in their family. In addition, once your basic income needs are met through Social Security and a lifetime income annuity, you no longer have to depend on the stock market for your essential income. As a result, you can worry less about the performance of your investment portfolio and may have a better chance of sticking with your plan. 
Now on to the last income strategy by Dr. Fowl, the number two safety first strategy. This uses investment-based bucket strategies, also called time segmentation. This strategy often uses individual bonds and or rolling bond ladders to create short to intermediate retirement income while a diversified investment portfolio will be used for longer-term expenses. The growth portfolio will be used to gradually replenish the short-term to medium-term buckets. In addition, some may also hold additional cash alternatives as reserves outside their investment portfolio to manage market volatility or for unexpected expenses. This strategy can help some retirees get through the market downturns without having to take from their growth portfolio and help them from panicking and selling at the wrong time. Those who like this strategy do not like annuities, but also do not want to depend on a diversified investment portfolio for all of their income. In summary, the first option, the number one pure probability-based strategy, uses a well-diversified investment portfolio with systematic withdrawals. This strategy can be appropriate for many retirees. Fixed income would be used to protect withdrawals in a bear market, and stocks would be used as income during bull markets. The number two probability-based strategy we talked about It is very similar to the number one probability-based, but it's for those who are more cautious and want to sleep better at night. Fowl's version uses diversified stock and bond portfolios and their growth to sustain income in retirement, just like the first one. But it also includes indexed annuities with an income rider for longevity protection. An alternative version for those not into annuities still uses a diversified portfolio, but in addition, you set aside two to five years or more of cash equivalents like short-term government bonds, short-term government bond ETFs, mutual funds, CDs, etc. This cash reserve comes in handy during a long bear market, so you don't have to sell your stocks or longer-term bonds when they're way down. This can just be a part of your bond allocation, or you can have extra funds outside your portfolio. The exact years you set aside depend on your preferences risk tolerance, capacity, and financial situation. The number one safety first strategy is for conservative folks who prefer to have a guaranteed income stream. If this is you, consider purchasing a fixed annuity with an income rider or a SPIA annuity. Good news, with the rates up, annuity payouts has risen too. And keep in mind that these rates will not adjust with inflation, but if structured properly, this could be a safe way to create an income floor over and above your Social Security income. Next, we discuss the number two safety first strategy, which is for those who do not like annuities, but also don't want to depend purely on a diversified investment portfolio, especially for short and even intermediate term income. You will use individual bond ladders, usually backed by the U.S. government, to create income short and intermediate term. Then the diversified portfolio will be used to transfer money over to the bond ladder during good years to replenish the bond portion. This strategy can vary greatly depending on how many years of income you want to keep in the bond ladder. It can be as little as two years or as many as 10 years or somewhere in between. In my opinion, this strategy may work for some, but because you have to determine how long you want your bond ladder to be and then when to sell stocks to replenish the bond ladder, it's not the simplest strategy to follow. And your emotions can get in the way of making prudent decisions. In conclusion, Retirement income planning can be confusing with conflicting viewpoints from advisors, annuity salespeople, and media experts. And to find a strategy that suits you best, 
Please don't be pressured into a plan that's not in your best interest. Seek unbiased advice, do your own research, and make informed decisions for your financial future. Remember, there's not a one-size-fits-all solution, but these guidelines can help you determine the right income strategy for you. The best retirement income plan for you is the one that you can easily implement and stick with throughout retirement. I hope this discussion has provided you with a better understanding of the four main retirement income strategies. Remember that each strategy can vary greatly, but this serves as a valuable starting point to help you identify which of the four may resonate most with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Retirement Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review to help others discover the show. For questions, ideas, or discuss your retirement plan, reach out to me, George Jameson. Capital Wealth Group. Visit our website at capitalwealthplan.com to learn more. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more insightful retirement planning in future episodes. And now for the disclaimer. The information discussed in this podcast is for general explanations and education only. It is not tax, legal, or investment advice. Before considering acting on any information heard here, first consult with your tax, legal, or investment advisor. Thank you and have a great day. 